brought to you by WVU Medicine. Welcome back. Hello. Your dreams were your ticket. Are you dreaming about us today? If you are, you're a very sad person. (laughs) Good morning. Welcome back. Hour number two, second to go around here on the big gig for a uh, Tuesday morning. It's 8.09, nine minutes after the hour. In case you weren't sure that fall is coming and officially will be here on Saturday, let me tell you it's 50 degrees at the Wheeling, Ohio County Airport. It's still 47 degrees at the Highlands, 48 degrees in Elm Grove, and we're at 50 degrees here at the Robinson Auto Group Studios downtown Wheeling in the heart of the Ohio Valley where there is still fog outside. It's going to be a foggy morning for a little bit longer than usual this morning, but when the fog is gone, sunny day, a high around 70, and that's kind of the week in a nutshell, sunny mid-70s uh, throughout the week this week. Uh, we were talking right before the break about um, – this missing stealth fighter, ABC had a pretty good story about it there on the top of the hour newscast as well. Pilot ejects for reasons unknown in North Carolina uh, in a residential neighborhood uh, yesterday and the day before. I lose track of time. But they, um, uh, and then they couldn't find his, his jet. He was in a stealth fighter jet and he couldn't find it. And I still don't fully understand that. What, where, how, do you, how do you lose a stealth fighter jet? Um, some of you are giving me some thoughts about this on the Frio Stack auction service text line, which is 304-214-1600. Howard, it is a radar-evading stealth fighter. Okay. It must be truly stealthy. They couldn't find it. Uh, by the way, Bill and Carol say welcome back. Uh, okay. Radar-evading. I get it. Can't you look up in the sky and see it? And I get that maybe it was flying high. I don't know what the altitude was, but it's it's coming down. Didn't anybody see it? Twenty four hours it was missing. Kind of kind of really kind of really weird. Uh, text line Howard. That's why they call it stealth. Okay, I get that. I understand that. Um, text line um, Howard flying below the radar. Possible. Yeah. I mean, I just I don't. It just seems so weird and so bizarre to me that um, <laughs> you lose a stealth fighter jet for a long period of time. But, hey, what do I know? You but, want- uh, what's the price tag on one of those, Howard? You, you would probably be amazed at how million dollars. It, it, it's, I guarantee it ain't a million. No, many million. Multi-million. Yeah. I'm, now you're going to force me to look that up. You Check know that, that out, Howard. You're going to force me to do a little Google in here. Well, if you don't know, I bet Tom Squidary knows. Well, we'll check with Tom coming up next here on the Watchdog Morning Show. But first, uh, I want to remind you, uh, you can always listen to the radio program on your own schedule. Uh, we put up our podcasts of every hour of every show, hour number one, hour number two, hour number three. They're at watchdognetwork.com every day. So if you miss the program uh, or maybe you don't like to listen to us in the morning, maybe you like to listen. To, I listen to at night sometimes. I put it on at night before I go to sleep. You can't get enough. I, I listen. To, I, you know, actually, it puts me to sleep. No, 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 no. But So uh, watchdognetwork.com, every hour of every show is up there, hour one, hour two, hour three. I usually put on Facebook. Um, what is in each hour. You know, last hour we talked about Roxby. Last hour we talked about the stealth fighter. Uh, this hour we're going to talk to Tom Scateri coming up in a minute. We're going to talk about Christmas. Yeah, I know. That seems weird, but Christmas coming up. Uh, and next hour, the big WVU transformation all coming up. It's all coming up here on the Watchdog Morning Show. But straight ahead, Mr. Scateri will join us. 
Hi, Dave Wilson filling in for Hoppy Kirchival on Metro News Talk Line. On Monday's show, talk to WV student Matthew Kolb, who says he's going to be directly impacted by the proposed program cuts. I was actually looking to um, go to graduate school for math year, but that is one of the programs that's up to be cut. So that would affect my decision on where to go to school. Now, the PhD math program here is the only one in the state. Catch us each weekday at 10.06 Metro News Talk Line on these Metro News radio stations. Why? Just think about it. Why is the number one selling brand of chainsaws not sold at Lowe's or the Home Depot? We can give you over 10,000 reasons. That's how many authorized local steel dealers you can find across the country. Visit one and you'll find a range of dependable gas and battery powered tools from trimmers to blowers. And you'll find service from experienced professionals. Real steel. Find yours at steelusa.com. Lowe's and Home Depot are trademarks of their respective... How much could a cyber attack cost your business? The costs stemming from a cyber attack can vary tremendously, but are extremely significant. Recent studies have shown that the average cost of a data breach to small business can range from $120,000 to $1.2 million. In addition to financial loss, companies also suffer downtime, lost opportunities, and data recovery expenses that can all quickly add up. Could your organization survive a cyber incident? If you are unsure if you are doing enough to protect your data, reputation, and dollars from cyber criminals, contact the team at Omni Strategic Technologies today. Omni has the right tools and support to help keep your business protected. Call 304-242-7600 and schedule your free consultation today or visit omniperforms.com. Omni Strategic Technologies, the only cybersecurity and advisory firm that the Watchdog trusts. Follow the John Marshall Monarchs this season on the Watchdog. FM 97.7, AM 1370 WVLY. Sponsored by IBEW, Cal Crew Residential Roofings, Moda Mortgage Valor, West Virginia Northern Community College, Gumby's, The Health Plan, WVU Medicine, Wheeling and Rentals Hospitals, Sleepin, Technocat, Lucky Duck, Main Street Bank, Gold Corey and Turak, Herman Lance, First Choice Realtors, Nana Pizzas and Pies, Dave McLaughlin for County Commissioner, Paul Associates of Marshall County, El Grand Patron, Bob's Lunch, Hawking's Hearing, Citywide Insurance, Lori Grizel State Farm, Grizel Funeral Homes, Mason Dixon, Bronapple and Burkett, and see for yourself. The Watchdog, your home for high school sports. He has his say, you can have yours. Text us or call us and join the conversation. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe, brought to you by WVU Medicine. And I'm hanging out my winter clothes and wishing I was gone, going this has a fall-like feel to it, don't you think? It's a very fall-like song, and that's because fall is coming in 2.50 in the morning on Saturday, this coming Saturday morning, 2.50 a.m. The autumnal equinox officially uh, underway, and fall officially begins. But if you weren't sure about it, just step outside this morning. 50 degrees, Wheeling, Ohio County Airport, 47 at the Highlands, 48 in Elm Grove, and 50 here at the Robinson Auto Group Studios downtown Wheeling in the heart of the Ohio Valley. I don't know when we had 50. When was the last time we had 50? Or 40s for that matter. I mean, it's been 
Well, when you were gone, I, it, did, you, it, did we yeah, get into yeah, that? Yeah. Okay. Well, a little chilly. You had to shut the windows up, and I'm sure some of my neighbors uh, kicked the furnace on. I did not, Howard. Foggy outside, going to be foggy most of the morning. It'll be sunny and uh, a high of 70 today, and then the temperature will ramp up every day a degree or two. Basically sunny mid-70s throughout the week this week. National correspondent Tom Scateri is with us. I have a. I want to get into some important news, some international news, some Trump news, all kinds of things to talk to Tom about. But Tom, first of all, good morning. Welcome to the show. Thanks. Good morning. Welcome back. <clears throat> Thank you. Let me ask you, how can you lose a yep. fighter jet? Well, Howard, it is a stealth plane, right? <laughs> I guess it's doing its job. <laughs> I mean, it clearly was very stealthy. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, that's a good question. You know, uh, what, you know, and, and as you may, as you may gather, Howard, the, the Marines are a little touchy about this right yes. now. You know, they don't really want to explain. And um, so, you know, well, the transponder may have been turned off and the pilot had to eject quickly, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, now this is, you know, the Marines have a, they stood down all their aviation for two days now to, because they've had a series of accidents over the last two months and two years, a couple F-35s and other helicopters, a bunch of stuff. So they're going through a, you know, a tough period with their aviation. Of course, they have an acting commandant because uh, General Smith is the acting commandant as well as the number two. So he ordered to stand on, which he has the power to do as the acting commandant. Um, so, you know, how do you lose it? They did find some debris this morning, so they're, they're on the trail. Yeah, but, I mean, I'm not, I'm not trying to be I funny, nor am I trying to, you know, point fingers. But, and I get that it's stealth. I, I, I get that. And, that was my joke. Was uh, no, no. But, I mean, I, you know, I, I understand all that stuff. But at some point, because clearly it came down and crashed because they found a debris field. At some point, doesn't it, you know... Can't you see it? I mean, I know that it's stealth, but can't you see the? It's not invisible, for God's sake. No, it's, it's not invisible. No, and remember, the stealth is it means it, it evades radar. Correct. It doesn't evade eyesight. Uh, so, uh, uh, yeah, you're right. It's going to be on the ground somewhere, duh. But uh, you would think in South Carolina and North Carolina, that area where there's a lot of military folks, uh, retired and otherwise, that they'd be out looking for it. That's what's so uh, ironic. Of course, now the Biden administration, this is kind of unfair. You know, the Republicans are attacking the Biden administration about not being able to find it. Well, it's not President Biden's fault they can't find it. Yeah. Well, you know, it's just one of those bizarre things. But there's, you know, and but what, what is scary is, at least according to the, the, I think it's the New York Times story I'm looking at here, they said that the pilot ejected over a residential neighborhood. Yeah. I mean, if that had come down. So where did the plane go? Right, exactly. Yeah, I mean, th fortunately, apparently it crashed out there somewhere, did not, but... What if it crashed? What if the plane had come down in a residential neighborhood? And I love the phrase, Tom, they're calling it, as far as I know, they're still calling it a mishap. Well, that's, yeah, mishap. that's one mishap heck of a mishap. Power. That's one. Yeah, <laughs> I, I hate to see when something's bad. You know? <laughs> exactly. So uh, no, I don't mean, I'm not making light of it at all. I think it's just, it's a very strange story. And I think you're right. There is more to this than we are hearing so far. Let, let me let me tell you something really fast about the, this plane. I, I know you, this is off our beat a little bit. First of all, the current price for each one. I heard you guys. I happen to know this because I was writing about it. Seventy-five million dollars. Okay, doke. All right. Okay. And so far, we have sent. We mean U.S. taxpayers have spent about one point seven trillion. That's T is in Tom trillion dollars on this program every hour it flies it costs 
$41,986 an hour. How's that for a rate to charge somebody? <laughs> now, going back to why it may crash, and I'm being serious now, the F-35 was developed to be, as they used, like to call, used to call it, a jack of all jets. In other words, mm-hmm. it was built to accommodate different needs in the Air Force, Navy, and Marines. So, for example, the Marines have one that's kind of like it can rise up like the old things and take off, you know, depending on the needs of each service branch. That sounds really good on paper. In theory, you think, well, that will save a lot of money. However, Howard, when you do something like that to make it versatile, it generally means it can't do any one thing very, very, very well. Now, I'll get pushed back from the Pentagon for saying that because they say it's an advanced fighter and all these countries around the world want to buy it. And that's all true. It's a great fighter when it works, and it usually does work. But that means you can't refine certain things, and that's why it always has problems. Well, it's a story that I suspect, well, we may have heard the end of it only because they may not tell us much more, but there is much more to this story. There's much more to this story than, than I think we are, we are hearing up front, at least. Yeah. Tom, I, there's a lot of stuff I want to get into, some important stuff. Yeah. And then I, I want to just tick off a couple of Trump things, first of all. And I know people get tired of hearing me talk about Trump, but some of the stuff is fascinating. I'm sure you've seen the reports that uh, one of his, I guess, secretaries has turned over some notes to the um, uh, investigators that, yeah. that he was using classified documents or classified notes as scrap paper. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I'm not laughing. Again, I'm not laughing because it's funny. I'm just saying, I'm just shaking my head. Like, every we, we have said this so often, Howard, like, how much, how much more can we hear about his behavior this casual, cavalier behavior regarding classified documents. You know, he reasserted his, his quote-unquote right to, to, as soon as I take them, they're unclassified, that line of line of argument, which doesn't hold up. Let's call it a line um, of BS, yes, uh-huh, okay. Yeah, uh-huh, you know, that's another way of explaining it, sure. <laughs> and, <laughs> and you're right, I mean, you know, he's using it for scrap paper. I mean, come on, what's he going to do next? Wrap, you know, wrap a present in him next? And, yeah. You know, give it to somebody? Yeah. It's crazy. Uh, it's just, you know. Uh, also, you know, the fact that he's not, he says he's not, he was on, I forget which Sunday show it was now, and I'm not trying to diss the shows, but whatever it was, I think Meet the Press or whatever, they immediately issued a press release afterwards, you know, saying he, he they fact-checked him and there was 16 or 17 lies and misstatements. And I'm thinking, if you know he's going to do this, why are you putting him on? Yeah, why do you put him on? And if you, I mean, surely, yeah, it was Meet the Press. Uh, and okay. they have a new host, I believe, and I didn't see the show. But ch- why don't you challenge him? I mean, okay, Mr. Trump, that's not right. Mr. Trump, that's not factually correct. Now, he may wander off in one of his little flights of fancy, but, but at least get yourself on the rest. Mr. Trump, that is absolutely factually incorrect. I don't – it's hard, though. I get, I get that. I mean, I, you, you and I have both interviewed people, Tom, where they, they are able to dodge so much that we, we keep trying to nail them down and they'll – They'll find a way to just talk around it, but it's just it's just really, really bizarre. Trump says he wants to skip the next debate. In fact, he may skip all the debates now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. And, you know, I'll, I'll give him uh, him or his political handlers credit. There's no reason for him to go to those debates, at least now. Uh, and, uh, you know, he's so far ahead in the polls, and everything he does, as we've talked about again and again, seems to appeal to his base. You know, his base is what he needs to get the nomination. Because there's still, what, six or seven, eight other candidates 
seeking the nomination for the Republican Party. And, you know, they'll debate among each other. Maybe maybe those debates will produce, without Trump, a alternative or two. You know, people may call less one or two of the other candidates, around them with two of the other candidates. Then it, then it may change the dynamic for Trump. You know, he may have to reconsider it, which would be interesting to see how he spins that. I'm sure he will find a way to do that if he has to do debate in the future. But, you know, again, I give him credit. It's a sound point. Why, why go? Well, I, I, I can't disagree. And quite frankly, I think the public is better served by a debate among the other candidates. Uh, Trump dominates a debate. Uh, no matter how hard the moderator tries to rein him in, we've seen this now for two separate elections, he dominates the debates. Uh, literally, I, I keep going back to the Hillary Clinton debate where he literally just stood behind her and loomed over yeah. her. You know, he just he dominates. This gives the other candidates a chance to be heard. Now, they probably won't have as big an audience as they would if Trump was there. But for those who care, they might get a better sense of the remaining candidates. And, yeah. you know, if if as some people think by election time, we may not have either Biden or Trump on the ticket. I, you know, who knows? If Trump's not there, the Republicans at least are preparing. They they have I don't want to call them backup. That's a bad phrase, but you know they what I mean. Well, they, have a, they have an alternative. Yeah, they've they've got they've got some others there that could could step into it. There's a lot of other Trump stuff, but I, I don't. I'm just going to let it go because what is important is we're what about a week away from government shutdown. Yeah, and this is serious. You know, I I read a lot of the same things as you do, so uh, you know this may sound familiar, but it sounds like McCarthy. Is trying to, is going to push through a vote on his plan, uh, let's see, to, on Thursday. And, you know, you're having at least five or ten Republicans who, you know, happily and defiantly saying on Twitter, we're not going to support this. And that, of course, is the difference. Uh, you know, I don't know if he's getting any Democratic votes for his plan or not. You, know, you don't know where the Democrats are. They seem to be in their own way, both in the House and Senate, for different reasons. Let the sit on the sidelines and let the Republicans take care of themselves. You know, in the Senate, you know, uh, they're, they're moving ahead on appropriations bills, but now they have a block by another senator, I forget which one, uh, on one of them, and they're going to try to end run that. So what we're seeing, Howard, I was trying to think of a good way to phrase this, and I don't have a better than what I'm about to say, is the rise of all these no these people who are in the House and the Senate, all they want to do is vote no and stop the government. They want to bring down the government. They want to close down the government. They want to block things. And that's the interesting part of the Congress, the power of one individual or a mm -hmm. couple individuals to do this. You have 10 members of the House of Representatives. I don't care what party it is. You know, they're going to stop. They're not going to support their party's plan for a compromise to keep the government open, even though it gives a lot of what they had asked for. I, 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 am, I will probably have to paraphrase this, but I'm trying to quote it. Matt Gates yesterday said, and this really jumped out at me, that uh, I will not vote for funding for a government that I hate. Oh, my gosh, I didn't hear that. You know, I mean, how, how can you say, I mean, I, I, I understand the philosophy he's trying to represent, but that's just a horrible thing, you know. Yeah. Uh, it, it's just, it's, there you go, that underscores, I'm sorry to interrupt you, that underscores what I'm saying, that you have people like that who used to be on the fringes of both parties, and the numbers of the moderates or those who would work to find a solution to keep the government open, as, as problematic as it is, uh, now those who are on the fringes have enough now to dominate and, and control what's happening. The, in the House, the issue is going to be, well, I'm not talking about the shutdown itself, but the, the ramification could be 
a uh, what do they call a, a, a motion to vacate to get rid of Kevin McCarthy as speaker. Yeah. At some point, I just I don't. At some point, doesn't McCarthy go? What the hell? I, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> I wonder. I wonder. You know, I think he kind of called them out and says, "Go ahead and do it. You know, let's just see what happens." Uh, he did kind of call them out a little bit on that. I don't think he really wants it to happen, but. You know, what was it the last time, Howard? Three or four days of voting before it became speaker? Right. So if we start that, now, let's just say he has this on Thursday and they move to vacate. And do the Democrats vote to keep him? See, that's a good question. That's that's what I'm thinking of. Because you want the government, you want at least to have a shot at keeping the government open. If you lose McCarthy as speaker right now, with with September 30th coming, you you can't do anything to have a speaker. And and for better or ill, McCarthy is um, to say moderate might not be the right word, but he seems to be wanting to work towards a way to avoid a shutdown. So yeah, I, I think that's right. Yeah. So you know, uh, you're right. If you're and most maybe folks need to understand that the speaker vote actually is an all Congress vote, although it's generally you know the majority party that that speaker right. comes from but so yeah what are, what are democrats doing it's a good question uh, Tom, you know what might be interesting you might be interesting, sorry howard you might be interesting if say there is a motion this is me speculating the democrats sit in their hands and see how the republican vote is going yeah and then say have a prearranged number of okay if we need 20 who's the 20 who will vote for them or whatever and then they come in at the end to, to solve it which would be interesting yeah that and that's i think that's not on I, I don't think it's out of the question at, at all. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to jump around a little bit. I want to get to Ukraine in a minute because I don't want to leave that. It was a big shakeup in the Ukraine. Oh, yeah. uh, I guess you call it the cabinet uh, this week. But before I get to that, I want to talk about, um, <laughs> is it General uh, Milley that said, um, you know, we're hearing all of this, why the government, the, the, uh, the military is too woke. The army is too woke. We're hearing that from Republicans. <laughs> and... Um, Millie pushed back pretty hard on that. He says, you know, just stop that stuff. Yeah, he says he doesn't even know what, what he says, I don't even know what woke really means anymore. But he, he, he said, you know, they are prepared to, to take on, uh, ready. they're ready to take on a lot of challenges now. Um, whether that's accurate or not, you know, people can debate, but it's not because the military is woke or because it has men and women or, or people who are, you know, whatever, binary, uh, neutral, Um, you know, it's not because of the sexual orientation or because they're wearing beards now or or tattoos. (laughs) It's because they are pretty well trained. Now, listen, there are, there are members of the armed services who are not as good as other members of the armed services, like any other place. This is an all volunteer force. But, you know, when you see what the military can do when it does it well, uh, they are extraordinary. Now, obviously there's challenges, you know, we saw what happened. Even in Afghanistan, you could debate immigration was a, was the right thing to do and whether Biden screwed up Afghan policy. You could debate all that, and that's fair to debate, and they're going to re- revisit that, by the way, the, the Pentagon. However, the mere fact that the U.S. was able to do that evacuation so quickly, to the extent that it did, it underscores how well they're trained for many, many missions. So, you know, I think the military has some problems. I think the problem of extremism is real and they're not dealing with it. And the problem of sexual harassment is real and they're not dealing with it. These are issues that some people call woke issues. Right. And, you know, that's part of the wider, vague, nebulous definition of woke, depending on who wants to throw that accusation around. Not defending anybody, just explaining. Yeah, well, I, but 
the, the, the word woke, and I, I truly don't understand. I guess I do understand what they mean by it, but it, it just becomes sort of one of these buzzwords that you use when you say, I don't like those people. Oh, they're woke. They're woke. Right, you know, exactly. I mean, it's, it's crazy. You know, Howard, as a, as a poet, I am offended by them taking that word woke. <laughs> because I used to like to write, and I woke up this morning to blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and now they've ruined that for me. <laughs> yeah, now, now, now if you say woke, oh, my God, Scuderi's, you know, oh, he's, no, woke. he's woke. He's woke. He's woke. Last week we talked about um, in the Ukraine, uh, I think last week we talked, or two weeks ago when you and I last talked, Mm -hmm. Zelensky um, had replaced one of his defense ministers, but apparently the shakeup continues, right? Oh, uh, beyond that, yeah. uh, You're correct. He actually replaced his defense minister two weeks ago. And yesterday... (laughs) They fired uh, whoever you know. They fired, I guess, Zelensky or the new minister. He 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 dismissed all six of the deputy defense ministers yesterday. Huge shakeup. I mean, all all your essentially all your number twos were dismissed. Okay. And the reason so, is the reason is I, I think that you know Zelensky thinks that there's um, some corruption in the not there is some corruption in the defense department, like all through Ukraine's government. That's one of his tasks to weed it out, which he ran on as president. Um, he thinks that the war effort, you know, which is underway. Remember, it's like here, there's civilian leadership and military leadership. And the civilian leadership is political and interfacing with other countries and getting weapons and supplies, which the former minister was good at. But he just thinks that he wants to make sure that everybody in there is loyal to Ukraine. There's still concerns because the previous president of Ukraine was very friendly with Putin. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people in the ministries, uh, it's kind of like the transition from one president to another. Before you clean house, they're loyal to the last administration, and that's his problem. I mean, that's one of the problems he faces. All right. Um, anything else you want to grab real quick? i got to move on, but um, anything? No, go. Uh, nice WVU win, Gasly Steeler win. <laughs> <laughs> but, hey, uh, Bob, you, pre- but you, you, you were not – I was surprised at the backyard brawl. You weren't. Well, no, because uh, Pitt showed their true colors against Cincinnati. They showed that they weren't a exactly. very good team either. So I, I but exactly, uh, exactly. It was, you know, we were, and you know, Tom, you know, I, we were traveling along Route sixty six, and it was mm. no, and I'm sorry, we were actually in the air during much of the of the, the game, and everybody on the planes trying to figure how can we get a score? How can we get? Because you know, <laughs> there's, there's no internet up there. Finally, somebody broke down and bought the paid internet package from the air <laughs> so so that we could get get coverage of the of the game while we were while we were while we were flying <laughs> all right tom always good talking to you my friend we'll do it all again right. next week thanks next a lot week. thank Bye. you tom scateri national correspondent uh, international reporter uh pentagon reporter uh award-winning journalist how uh, about uh, 75 million he came right there he, he, i'll tell you how much Damn, I'm telling you, you know, one thing we have are people who know the answers. I go, mm, well, I'll guess I'll Google it. I don't or, or Tom will know. Tom will know. $75 million. There it goes over the over the hillside. Anybody seen our $75 million stealth fighter? Crazy stuff. 835, 25 till the hour. The WVU reorganization is now officially underway. The Board of Governors approved almost everything that Gordon Gee wanted to do, despite all of the complaints and protests and no confidence votes and so on and so forth. Uh, but Gee told Hoppy Kirchhoff yesterday 
that uh, ain't done yet. There's still going to be, there's more changes still to come. Brad Macklin in, in the next hour of the show for us to talk about that. And I came across a story that I just want to get your take on. Bob, your take and everybody's take. And you can use the text line if you want to at 304-214-1600. Or the phone line, 304-214-1600. Frio Stack auction service lines. Is it too early for Christmas decorations? I mean, to me, the answer is, uh, yeah, but we'll talk about it. Coming up next here on the Watchdog Morning Show. First, though, let's go over to the news desk of WTRF-TV, the award-winning news people, and Taylor Long. Good Tuesday morning, everyone. I'm Taylor Long with your 7 News headlines on the September the 19th. There's been another hoarding situation of animals discovered in Belmont County. A woman and her two adult daughters were living in Fairview with 11 starving dogs, plus the bodies of a still unknown number of other dogs, cats, chickens, and a rat. Humane agents say four standard poodles had died, locked in cages without food or water. They say the three women are living in unbelievable squalor. Officials say they rescued several dogs from the home. They also say the dogs were covered in fleas and sores, and two of them were near death from starvation. Two women who lived in the home were jailed on cruelty charges, and the third woman, who was disabled, was placed in another residence. All the details can be found at WTRF.com. And continuing coverage, Gerald Jaco has pled guilty to two counts of murder. Ohio County will have a press conference on Thursday to release more details. This case dates back to 2018. Officials say Jaco and his girlfriend, Dana Marie Bowman, lured Trevor Vossen and his pregnant girlfriend to a house in Wheeling. According to reports, the two victims were dismembered in the house and their remains were later burned and hidden in Raleigh County. Due to her death, Cree Jenkins' unborn child also died. Stay with 7 News for updates. And developing this morning, the body of a man that was found under a barge in Marshall County has been identified. Officials say he was a man wanted for attempted murder in Meigs County, Ohio. According to the county sheriff's office, the West Virginia Chief Medical Examiner's Office identified the body as 34-year-old Christopher Cowdery, who was from Reevesville. The sheriff's office says his cause of death was drowning. Authorities say they don't believe there was any foul play in his death. Stay with 7 News for any further updates. That was a look at your headlines. Have a terrific Tuesday. I'm Taylor Long, working for you. Need a new suit? Looking for a good book? Searching for a unique gift? Doing it all for the Red Raiders, in the air and on the ground. We'll talk about that coming up on today's Mountaineer Report. It's brought to us by Kroger, the official grocer of WVU Athletics. Hello and welcome to The Kroger Show. At Kroger, everyone wins when it comes to saving big. Because when you order online through the Kroger app, you get the same great prices, deals, and rewards on pickup or delivery that you do in-store with no hidden fees or markups. Best of all, you'll know when items in your cart have a coupon, so you never miss a deal. So whether you're a delivery lover, picker-upper, or you shop in-store, you'll always save big at Kroger. Kroger, fresh for everyone. At Kroger, we know the minute a tomato is picked, the fresh timer starts. The sooner we get our produce to you, the fresher it is. That's why we've completely overhauled our process to shorten the time from harvest to home. 
giving you more time to enjoy your tasty tomatoes, strawberries, and salads. So whether you're shopping in-store, picking up, or prefer delivery, we're committed to bringing you the freshest produce possible. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Time for a spelling and pronunciation lesson on today's Mountaineer Report. Coming up on Saturday when Texas Tech comes to town to take on the Mountaineers, their quarterback will be Tyler Shuck. If you're reading about the game this week, you'll see the name spelled S-H-O-U-G-H, which is not what you would think Shuck would be spelled like, but nevertheless, it's Tyler Shuck, just for the record. Nevertheless, he is starting for his third season at Texas Tech. He has battled through injuries there, started his college career at the University of Oregon, but fell behind current NFL quarterback Justin Herbert, so he transferred to Texas Tech. Highly acclaimed coming out of high school, a consensus four-star pick who had college scholarship offers from Alabama, Florida State, Georgia, Michigan. His pick could have been anywhere. He went Oregon and now at Texas Tech. And he is doing a lot of things this season for the Red Raiders. Consider this, total offense in the conference. He's currently sitting at number three. Total offensive plays, number two. Total offensive yards, number two in the Big 12. He's doing a lot of things. And how about this? As a quarterback, He currently leads Texas Tech in rushing attempts, so he is a dual-threat quarterback, and that's something that West Virginia so far this season has not had to deal with. They will coming up on Saturday. That is today's Mountaineer Report. It's brought to us by Kroger, the official grocer of WVU Athletics. I'm Tony Caridi on the Mountaineer Sports Network from Learfield. Deciding where to dine in the Ohio Valley, think first of the Highlands. With a full array of fast food choices for everyone in the family. Or drop in at the Olive Garden, Cheddar's, Bubba's Burgers, Bob Evans, Fusion, or Panera Bread. Whatever your family's in the mood for, you can find it just off I-70 at the top of the hill. The Highlands, dining, shopping, entertainment, and lodging. Conversations you care about with people you know. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe on WKKX and WVLY. Brought to you by WVU Medicine. It's just some nice, pleasant music this morning. I don't know if you got a theme of any kind there, but it's just... Uh, I just try to pick uh, good music, Howard, yeah, for us this morning. Feel it's just pleasant stuff, you know? It's just nice. It's cool. It's calm. Um, speaking of being cool, it is cool. 50 degrees right across the board. 50 degrees at the Highlands. 50 degrees at the Wheeling, Ohio County Airport. 50 degrees in Elmgrove. 50 degrees here at the Robinson Auto Group Studios, downtown Wheeling, in the heart of the Ohio Valley. I will be honest, I did not poke my nose out the door. I assume it's still foggy because Adam says we'll keep on with fog probably till close to 11 o'clock this morning Uh, but when it is done nice sunny day a high around 70 today and then we'll start to work our way up mid 70s and sunny for most of the week it is going to be a really pleasant week all week long but remember fall is officially here 250 in the morning should we wake up and, you know, like take note of that somehow, 2.50 in the morning on I'll Saturday? I'll do that, Howard. I'll set my alarm. I'll wake up. I'll have my notepad there. Give me a call, will you? Sure. We'll give, do it together. Give me a call. We'll say, hey, there's fall. It's fall. Okay, I'm going back. 
<laughs> I'm going back to sleep. 17 to the hour here on the uh, Watchdog Morning Show. Uh, the phone line's open, 304-214-1600, the text line, or 304-232-8255 if you want to join us. Steve from St. C. Mr. Steve, good morning, sir. Hey, good morning. You haven't seen a stealth fighter plane over there anywhere, have you? Yeah, it just landed there in the alley a few hours ago. But, <laughs> so it's, uh, What's on your mind? We got, we got mate that's going to get it, but I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah, there you go. Um, well, it's back, Howard. It? It's back. What's that? The traffic on I-70. Oh, jeez. The tree, tree trimmers are back. Is that what you're saying, Steve? Uh, oh, no. No? The, the mining under I-70 at Dallas Pike is back. Oh, yeah. You know, the... the Blanking job that's going on till 2032. Yep. Which is a private company drilling under our interstate, which we are paying for. Yeah. 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 And so now, every day, I'm not lying to you, the traffic is backed up to the bottom of Two Mile Hill. Oh, jeez. And it starts past the truck stop in each direction. It's just, uh, you know. How, how, do, how do we let this happen? If you're a business at the Highlands, just letting you know, this is going on until December now. I don't understand. I mean, businesses at the Highlands have got to just be screaming. I, I and, and this one particularly bothers me because this is something that shouldn't have been allowed to happen, period, to be Never. honest. With you. I mean, Never. we should not have allowed Tunnel Ridge to be drilling under our interstate. And let's don't forget, Howard, uh, two people were sitting there in their car annoyed, and then a tractor trailer ran over them and killed them. That's exactly right. I mean, it's, there was another lady killed up there. There was three people killed in that traffic. And the whole t separate episode uh, at 2018. You know, and this, again, the traffic is bad enough when we get accidents or backups but this particular one bothers me because this whole thing should never have been allowed to happen you know it, it's it's so they've had to, the state has their brand new well relatively brand new um uh, what's the, information center up there that no longer can be used because the they've undermined it to the point that that's no longer open they can't open it I don't even know. I don't even know anything about that. That's the first I've heard. And and that's you know it, it just the whole thing. Should, this particular thing, it should not have been allowed to happen. It, period. No, and it's the merge point is right at the truck stop. That exit, I think it's exit eleven. Exit eleven, you, yeah. When you get off at the truck stop, so the merge point's right after that. So the traffic, it starts as soon as you get any kind of stoppage at all, it just backs up. And it's been every even this weekend. You think it would slow down on the weekends? It's. It started last Thursday, the first day for it, and I'm, I'm disgusted because of it. it is, I feel so bad for the people. Like, But you can't go in that third lane. Usually that third lane, that right lane where you could actually, because you're getting off at the Highlands, now the trucks are just sitting in that lane, yeah. so they won't let you go through. So all three lanes are stopped going up the hill, and you it's just it's a disaster. It really is. Yeah, I, I have a, a lunch meeting on Friday. And uh, there's three of us getting together, and I, I and it's a business meeting, and I said, uh, "Well, I'll let one of the people." I said, why don't, "Why don't you just make a decision?" She said, "Okay, uh, we'll meet at the uh, Panera at the Highlands." I said, "No, oh. no, no." <laughs> if you're going to, you got to take Route 40. Yeah. I mean, I guess the only good thing is they're done working on Route 40, so you could actually take that and go up Dallas Pike Hill or the old uh, Middle Creek Road there. Uh, let's see. I it's, it's a I have a lunch. It's 12 o'clock lunch at Panera at the Highlands. Which probably means when I get off the air, 
I just better go straight to the Highlands. And it wouldn't help 100%, but these are one of those times with that other intersection to, to shoot you right up there from Middle Creek to you the mean Highlands. You mean the one they're talking about? Absolutely. Yeah. It, it would really pay off in situations well, like yeah, this. Yeah, if you're going to the Highlands, it would, def- it would take you right there. You wouldn't sit for one second of traffic at all. You wouldn't sit for one second. Now you're, you're going to go two miles an hour from the bottom of Two Mile Hill. Now look, on Friday, it was backed up almost to Elm Grove, Think about that. Elm Grove to exit 11. That's how far it was backed up. <laughs> it just, you know. But, like, the DOT doesn't care. Like, they don't care. I called them and asked, like, what's they go? Well, this is the way it's going to be. They yeah. go, we, we, pu- we put an alert out there on our website saying, be, be prepared for slowed traffic through the I-70 whatever mile marker. They said, that's the most we can do. And I'm like, you just, because no one cares about what's going on. One of the busiest interstates in the country. And, and, and the, you know, the argument is, well, we just, we have to do it. And this is our job. And, you know. I don't go for that either. I think that's a bunch of BS. And you know what, Steve? Thank you. Because you know what? You just opened my eyes. Uh-oh. I'm not going to the Highlands. I'm, I'm just not going to do it. Yeah. But think about this. This is, like, how many people are going to do the same thing, though? Like, there was just an owner who poured his heart out on social media the other day of Bubba's Burgers going, I need you. I need you to be here. And then on Friday, he got this great crowd, and he was so excited. And now they're going to hit him with this, and he's not going to get it. I don't know how the business is going to survive. Um, We're trying to open up new business up there. Jason Wilson just announced he's going to open a whole new furniture store. Yeah, exactly. Is he really wanted? And he said he wants to open it up immediately. Does he really want to do that right now? A furniture store to Highlands, when, like you, Howard, like you, you, you just uh, do you want to sit in traffic to go look at furniture? Well, no, no, <laughs> I don't either. I'm going. I'm going somewhere else. Yeah, I, it just you know, and, and the, the problem is, Steve, there's nothing we can do about it. Nothing. We can't do a damn thing about it. Nothing. Hey, Steve, I'll cheer you up. Oh, don't don't you to bring up the Chargers? Oh, and two, pal. Oh, and two. <laughs> Can I bring up something else real fast? Before I sure. Go? I'm sorry, I got to get this off my chest. You were just on your Route 66 tour, yeah. And I heard you just telling some stories about how like it took business away, and they're building interstates, and you, you there used to be this great road you can go on and do this. Don't you think the bridge in Wellsburg's going to do the same thing? To me, I am avoiding Wellsburg and Fallsby for the rest of my life. <laughs> I, face it, that's the truth. I am not going to go through Wellsburg and Fallsby. The only reason I'm going to go there is to go to Drovers. That's it. I, I've never, I never thought about it from that perspective. I, I, what I find it just humorous is it's a bridge. I mean, it's a bridge. It's an important bridge. I, I, well, actually, I don't think it is an important bridge. But it's, it's, not a, it's not an important bridge. It's not important, but it's a bridge. Okay, it's a bridge. They're throwing a par- a day-long party. I mean, they've got parking prepared, and people will be able to go and park, and I think they're going to have food. Tra- it's, a, it's a bridge. Hell, if they ever open up the suspension bridge, they'll have a real jubilee, won't they, Howard? <laughs> Can you, yeah, you, we're doing this for a bridge. They're going to shuttle people to the bridge to stand on the bridge and eat corn dogs yes. with the governor and baby dogs. And baby dog. Don't forget baby dog. But we have no idea what's ever going to happen to the suspension bridge, but we'll put $10 million or whatever millions into the suspension bridge so we can walk to Wheeling Island. Yeah, it's just. Uh, but are you so? Are you going up to the big Wellsburg Bridge? You're not going to the party, I guess, huh? Oh, I'll see you later. Goodbye. Nine before the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Speaking of baby dog and other things, I don't want to get into this, Bob. But when we come back, we got to at least take a minute or two to talk about this hoarding case. Taylor Long had the story um, on the TV Seven News at half past the hour 
Uh, and it's on TV7's website, WTF.com. I don't understand people. You know, this is where I just get – it's a horrific story about these animals. It, it might be the most horrific story that, that comes to do with uh, with animals ever, Howard. I mean, this one is really mind-boggling. We'll talk about it coming up next on the Watchdog Morning Show. You want a hospital rising up to the challenges of today's health care demands. WVU Medicine Wheeling Hospital delivers the right care close to home. Developing new and exclusive services recruiting top surgeons, featuring the highest level of orthopedic surgery, improving healing, rehab time, and outcomes, offering innovative heart care through our WVU Heart and Vascular Institute, establishing outstanding urology services with a highly experienced urologist and staff, providing comprehensive, world-class women's health services, and equipping the WVU Cancer Institute at Wheeling Hospital with cutting-edge science for the highest standard of care. We embody the mountaineer spirit, building upon strong traditions, moving forward with compassion. WVU Medicine Wheeling Hospital, delivering the right care at the right place at the right time. West Virginia Northern Community College has over 10 new programs. Check out these new offerings that can lead to a great career, including hospitality and tourism, industrial technology, elementary education, substance abuse intervention specialist, our 100% online criminal justice program, and more. New non-credit trainings include EMT, paramedic, CDL, and certified nurse assistant. Register for one of these new programs today or check out one of the other 70 programs West Virginia Northern Community College has to offer at wvncc.edu. Ready for your next adventure? Then head on into your local Toyota dealer, where legendary performance and reliability go hand in hand. Check out a sporty Camry with available all-wheel drive and Toyota Safety Sense, or the spacious RAV4, turning heads with amazing fuel efficiency. And now, explore Toyota like never before, with hybrids, plug-in hybrids, and full electric options. Visit buyatoyota.com today. Offers end October 3rd. Toyota, let's go places. Hi, I'm Derek Army, head coach of the Wheeling Nailers. What is Nailers hockey? It's hard-hitting action that's affordable for everyone. It's giveaways and brand new food and beverage options. It's thinking outside the box on both penalties and promotions. And it turns game time into the best time. That's Nailers hockey. Experience it for yourself. Get your tickets now at wheelingnailers.com or call 304-234-GOAL. Information, interviews, debates, and discussion, plus an occasional rant. With Bob Slider behind the board, this is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. It was the 3rd of June, another sleepy, dusty Delta day. I was out chopping cotton and my brother was baling hay. And at dinner time we stopped and walked back to the house to eat And mama hollered at the back door, y'all remember to wipe your feet And then she said, I got some news this morning from Choctaw Ridge Today Billy Joe McAllister jumped off the Tallahatchie Bridge Certainly one of the uh, classic storytelling songs of all time, you know. I mean, this this tell this song tells a kind of a sad story, but a, a tremendous story. 
And, uh, you know, if you're our age, you remember uh, Bobby Gentry. Sure. She was beautiful. She, stunning, I thought, beautiful. Uh, and she just disappeared. She, she was very successful. And I guess the story and then she wasn't. Howard, she just said, you know what? I'm done with this. Uh, I'm, 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 I'm getting out of L.A. You know, it's something I can understand, though. You know, you, you, I mean, there are people made for the celebrity spotlight. And there are people who find themselves in the celebrity spotlight and go, you know what? This isn't for me. This I've had enough of this. Yeah. yeah it, you know, um, and you still find I'm trying to think of there are a couple of, of big celebrities right now that they do their business. They, you know, they make their movies. Or they sing, well, not so much singers, but they make their movies, make their TV show. And then they stay out of the limelight. You know, they just they they do their work. They do it well. And, and they that's it. I'm, you know, but they like that paycheck, don't they, Howard? Nobody says I'm going to turn the paycheck down. <laughs> Absolutely right. Be, uh, I want to get this hoarding story. But I'm just I had this story in front of me from last week. Steve was talking about this more than a ribbon cutting. Exciting events coming up for the opening of the Wellsburg Brilliant Bridge. Jeez. Come see the bridge. Uh, a lot of, uh, it's more than just a ribbon cutting, says the uh, officials in the Department of Highways. There's all new and different things to it. It's a bridge. It's a it's piece of concrete over the water. Go across the bridge. The Division of Highways, so it's going to be um, tomorrow will be the party, I think. Is that right? I think I have that right. Tomorrow's the party. The Division of Highways need the evening of the 20th to sort it out to do the cleanup so that they can prepare for the opening of the bridge the next day. And, of course, Baby Dog will be driving right over. Now, that party, is that going to be where Ohioans and West Virginians meet, like in the center of the bridge, uh, Howard? I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe we'll go up and... Party on the party on the bridge. Have a corn dog. Yeah, yeah, corn dog. We had corn dogs on the on the trip. So uh, parking is going to be brilliant. Uh, they've got a parking committee. The parking committee has put up signs. Wow. At various locations, they're going to offer shuttles. Shuttles to where? To the bridge, Howard. To the bridge. Look at the bridge. Well, there's no parking at the bridge, Howard. Think <laughs> about that. So you got to sh- be shuttled to the celebration. Uh, a lot of equipment will be on the bridge. Chairs and stages and so forth. So the bridge will be open to the public for traffic the next day. So, I'm like Jerry. Is there going to be drivers' wings? Yeah. If there's going to be drivers' wings, I think I'll drive up. Yeah, yeah. All I know, baby dog's going to be there, and that's you know, that's. I guess that's the important thing. Should we do a live broadcast from the bridge? Might Here. not be enough room for us up there, Howard. <laughs> Here we are on the bridge. It's a bridge. All right. The audience does not understand this. We have pushed so many things back so often this morning. There are things we're going to do. I had a plan. Now, my plans never work. At 7 o'clock, I have, you all can't see it, but I have a complete lineup of everything. What I'm going to do, when I'm going to do it, how we're going to do it. We didn't make, we did not make the first break before I was completely screwed up. And we're pushing things back again. I wanted to do the hoarding story. Maybe we'll take a minute or two to talk about that uh, in the next uh, opening segment of next hour. Uh, and then uh, Brad McElwain is going to be with us. And maybe, maybe we'll get to Christmas. I don't know. I do know that it's almost 9 o'clock here on the Watchdog Morning Show. It's going to be a very pleasant day today. Sunny, high around 70. Some fog still floating around out there. Uh, it's going to be sunny in, in the mid-70s all this week. But right now it is cool. 50 at the airport, 50 at the Highlands, 50 in Elm Grove, and 50 degrees here at the Robinson Auto Group Studios downtown Wheeling in the heart of the Ohio Valley.
Oh, by the way, he said he saw a girl that looked a lot like you up on Choctaw Ridge. And she and Billy Joe was throwing something off the table. AM 1600 WKKX Wheeling. FM 97.7 AM 1370 WVLY Moundsville. From ABC News. I'm Sherry Preston. President Biden in New York City attending the U.N. General Assembly. An hour from now, he will deliver remarks. ABC News White House correspondent Karen Travers has the details. The White House says in a speech today to world leaders at the United Nations General Assembly, President Biden will issue a defense of American leadership abroad and reiterate U.S. support for Ukraine. The president will also speak about climate change and the need for countries to work towards a clean energy transition. He'll reiterate his message from the G20 summit this month in India highlighting U.S. support for revamping how the World Bank and other multilateral development banks work with low- and middle-income countries so they can finance infrastructure and climate projects and have an alternative lending source than China. Karen Travers, ABC News, Washington. Earlier this morning, a chant from the Americans held in Iran as they arrived back on U.S. soil. Three, two, one, freedom. They were released from prison in exchange for five Iranians being held in the U.S. and the unfreezing of $6 billion in Iranian oil revenues. Some call that a ransom and say it will embolden Iran in the future. This is National Security Spokesman John Kirby. This is a tactic they've used in the past. It is difficult to say what this is going to mean for the future, except to say that we're going to continue to put pressure on the Iranian regime. We're not going to turn a blind eye to their destabilizing behavior, and we're certainly not going to turn a blind eye to the potential for additional hostage-taking. Jailed Wall Street Journal reporter Evan Gerskovich appearing in a Moscow prison this morning. He is appealing his detention on Russian espionage charges. India has expelled a senior Canadian diplomat a day after Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau claimed there was credible evidence pointing to India as being connected to the recent assassination of a Sikh activist in Canada. Federal Reserve beginning its two-day meeting could decide to raise interest rates again when it's over tomorrow. You're listening to ABC News. In this market, you'll find Fisher Investments is different than other money managers. Different how? Aren't we all just looking for the hottest stocks? Nope. We use diversified strategies to position our clients' portfolios for their long-term goals. You don't just provide cookie-cutter portfolios? No. We tailor our clients' portfolios to their goals and needs. But you still sell investments that generate high commissions for you, right? No, we don't sell commission-based products. We're a fiduciary, the highest standard of care for a financial advisor. It means we're obligated.